Hi, my name is Scott Schweitzer and I am the Clydesdale. My friends Amy Radowski, Charlie Yodi, Kat Shear love fitness as a sport as much as I do. We are all 40 plus Masters Age athletes who give all we have to lead a healthy, active life. We also want to bring you athlete interviews, human interest stories, and all the news surrounding the sport of fitness. If you like what you hear, consider giving us a five-star rating and writing a review. We are also available with full video on YouTube at the Clydesdale Fitness and Friends Podcast, as well as all traditional podcast platforms. Be sure to follow us on Instagram at the Clydesdale underscore fitness and friends. And now, off to this week's episode of the Clydesdale Fitness and Friends Podcast. Going live now. It's taking a second. I'm not saying anything. Oh, there we go. Got to mute that one. All right. Here we are. (laughs) Live Hello. on the YouTubes. How's everybody doing? Good. Really good. Awesome. Is Charlie on the call? He is. Um, yes, I'm on the call. Just no I'm visuals. There's a lot of hassling happening around here. Yeah. Moving and shaking. That's what we do. Hey, Charlie showed up to the gym and did a workout. He did two workouts. That's right. <laughs> Game's bad. It's either all or nothing with Charlie. That's, That's what right. I said. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Let's talk about- do you want to talk about our sponsors real quick? Get that out of the way. I'd like to thank our sponsor, to. RX Mark here. <clears throat> Last week, live on the air, we hit our next century mark. <laughs> Cat's looking at yes. the screen. Yes, we did. Does that mean we get to select a winner? Not today. <laughs> no. Okay. So for everyone to understand what has to happen is I have to go into YouTube and I have to manually enter in all the new subscribers onto that app. Um, and I haven't done that yet. So that's on me. I will do that shortly and we'll have it for next week. So next week, we are giving away an RX Smart Care Jump Rope. Um, we'll do that live on the air. Um, and then also, you can get your RX Smart Care Jump Rope at 15% off by going to rxmarkgear.com using the code Clydesdale15 and get 15% off what you buy there, as long as it's not a new release or a special edition, that code counts. We also want to thank our new sponsor, Element26. Um, <clears throat> Great company. They do a lot of different things in the lifting and CrossFit space. Uh, they have they have this really cool product out now. It is a rip fix. I know Amy needs some of that now. And so it is actually a second skin. It dries in 60 seconds. And then you can actually get right back on the pull-up bar. It protects the wound and it stays on for up to five days. And then you pull it off and the wound should be healed underneath. Super cool product. I uh, haven't seen anything like that anywhere else other than like the ER. So um, check that out. Uh, it's on their site, element26.co. All right, let's get into this. We got I have a, lot a special. Tonight. I have a special friend, real quick. I just you need. Yeah, Amy has an announcement. 
this is not my baby. But one of the many perks I get when I'm coaching is that I get to snuggle babies when um, that maybe they need a little help. So this is my friend Braxton. He's on his first live YouTube. He's really Love excited. It. He's super cute. He is super cute. He's, a He's really good. He's really good yeah. too. Just kind of chill. Yeah. He is. We're best friends. <laughs> Anybody else got anything going on? I've got, I've got a sick college student still very sick. Um, coughing, keeping up his roommate, um, does not have strep, does not have mono, does not have COVID, but is freaking miserable. You think it's RSV? Mm, his lungs are fine. Like he's done all the things that he needs to do. It's just kind of managing those symptoms. It's, it's viral. And like his whole campus has it essentially. Yeah. I think Corey has the same stuff. They said it's like an ugly twin sister of strep. It's not yeah. strep, but it's sim sim very similar to it uh, with yeah. it with a really intense cough. And he's lost his voice completely. Like every third word just kind of disappears. So I hope that he, that he goes to the doctor when he really needs to and doesn't just wait it out and not listen to the people that care about him around him. Well, I did have to... Uh, uh, encourage him to go somewhere to see somebody and he went to like a walk-in place and according to him that walk-in place required an appointment <laughs> so he had to go find a different walk-in place so it wasn't really a walk-in place it was just an urgent care where you had to make an appointment and I reminded him that he's a college student that also has a medical aid unit on campus that he could also go to yeah but apparently that's not cool not really sure who that was a shot at me or you Scott uh yeah <laughs> both so we actually have a couple of people live with us, uh, Cheryl oh. Nasso and Brent McCarty, both Thanks. with us. Uh, Brent Ice McCarty sprinkles. wanted me to tell you, Amy, uh, you, you go to WebMD. We know that uh, being your friend and you self-diagnose. Hell yeah. Listen, I, I so. have a degree from Google University and I am trained in some mm. medical stuff from watching 14 seasons of Grey's Anatomy. But even because of that, <laughs> I knew that you did not have just allergies. So that's why I'm just recommending that people seek medical care from a professional. Yeah, but it's every other week that you diagnose that you have a brain tumor. And I was really close that one time. No. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, that's like me. I've got my level Google CrossFit uh, coaching. So I just mm -hmm. walk around and tell people that how they should do things. Seems mm -hmm. legit. Seems legit. Yep. We also we also had a I had to take Jojo to the vet today. So my <gasps> my other dog because she's got a cut on her paw that she keeps licking and now she has like no skin or no fur on her paw and her skin's all red. It looks like a chicken foot, like literally like poultry. And uh, so yeah, so we had to do that. They gave her like a shot of lidocaine. They gave her this antibiotic and. Uh, some pain medicine that makes her super loopy. So like I gave it to her this afternoon and she's just been like laying on the couch, looking at me with these big old pupils, just kind of chilling. Oh. Yep. Well, Always my, something. Sis my sister jumped on. Uh, so shout out to my sister. Hi sister. My sister, Shaney. Mm -hmm. So the, all this medical talk is like a perfect segue into one of the stories I wanted to talk about. And if For you sure. didn't see it this week, uh, Julie Fouché um, talked about precision or CrossFit precision medical. Is that right? I wrote it down. Precision health, CrossFit precision health. It is a co-op between uh, Wilds Medical, the Wild Health that she is a part of in Kentucky and CrossFit. 
and they are going to create a um, network of medical experts. And it's going to start as a telehealth thing, but their goal is to get big enough that someday they have like a doctor in every affiliate. Yeah. Um, well, just so think about like affiliate PTs too. I mean, you know, I can see that affiliate, you know, general practice. Well, and yeah. the, the, the key is that these people would all be CrossFitters as well. So they would sure. be, they would have a different perspective than what we see in our normal physicians. Um, and that's kind of what hit her and Eric Rosa talk about, um, along with Matt Dawson today, who owns Wilds Health. And uh, so that's how they're starting. And they're also doing health coaching. And it's open to anyone with a CrossFit level one. Um, or if you have previous medical experience, you can apply and take the training and become uh, a health coach with CrossFit. And that can be a full-time position. Cool. So it's yeah. a really interesting, um, it's a really interesting podcast that Julie did with Eric and Matt. It gets a little um, data heavy, as you probably guessed with Eric on there. Um, they talk about wearables and the and the stuff that you get back from all of that and how that can help. Um, but yeah, really interesting stuff. So I wanted to throw that in while we're talking medical. Yeah, and I and I forwarded you guys an email that I got from CrossFit as an mm -hmm. affiliate owner for the like they're beta testing it in eight states, um, and I'm on some kind of wait list for I guess access to that service somehow so i'll keep yeah, you guys they, posted as to how that they also said if you're interested you can get on their waiting list at care.crossfit.com and whenever your state becomes available then they can reach out to you at that time uh, but it is they want people who are willing to give feedback in this first phase so that they can make it the best uh, possible product they can very cool and I guess it will be a direct competitor of what's the other like steady MD. Yeah. 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 That one that everybody sort of is sponsored by. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. That should be interesting. I yeah. think they're taking it a couple steps further um, with like the coaching and all that kind of stuff along with it. Um, and the goal is not to stay telehealth like steady MD, but to mm -hmm. change into something a little more in person. Sure. Anybody else got anything? Well, I did a half marathon on Saturday. You had, oh, you did a half. I thought you said I did yeah. a, I did have a marathon. No, <laughs> I, like, I did a okay. half a marathon. <laughs> so every October is the Columbus marathon. Um, and you know, last year they were not able to do it in person. Um, but it is every mile is sponsored by a different patient from the children's hospital. And so there is somebody from our gym who is one of the mile patients. And so they asked if I would put together, help put together um, a running training group. And so uh, we put together like a, a 12 week plan and been training um, kind of in small groups. Some people run on Sunday, some people run on Saturdays. Um, so we've been doing that together. And then the race is actually not until October 17th. But full disclosure, I have a wedding the night before, and I knew that I would not be able to, to participate appropriately in the wedding. So I went ahead and did it by myself on Saturday. Um, and I'm going to donate what my entry fee would be in the name of um, Aria. So I will uh, be doing that shortly. But the 
the running part is done. It was not my best time, but I did something different in training. I did um, training and did the race completely in intervals. So I did run uh, four minutes, walk two minutes. And the thing that I was trying to experiment with, it was just recovery. Um, and so my recovery each week was much better than with just solid running just because of less impact. So that's, that's the new stuff with me with uh, fitness. And I hear Charlie's getting ready for uh, uh, the games coming up here. <laughs> Listen, let's, let's talk about I'm at the, you know, I'm about stupid challenges. Yeah. So we're currently in the middle of 30 days of Annie. We're on day five. We're on day five. Mm -hmm. RX Smarky are coming through with all the jumping of the double unders. And it is all kinds of awful. So it's Annie every day, right? Annie a version every day. Of, a version of Annie every day. We switched the app thing up just so we don't fringe on Carrie Pierce's business model. <laughs> but yes. It's, it's awful. So it's 50, 20, 30, 20, 10 of double unders and something. Correct. So it's either mountain climbers or regular sit-ups or somebody will probably do GHCs at some point. Not this guy. Um, the little penguins is what I call them. Little heel touches. V-ups. <laughs> you know, you just you mix up the variety. Love it. Scott, what's going on with your fitness? Have you been able to do much? It has been um, really bad the last couple days. Uh, saw my doctor on Friday. I updated you guys, but not anything on here. Um, the last procedure didn't take on my back. Um, <clears throat> so, and it has gotten progressively worse every day this weekend uh, and the last two days. Today's actually been a little bit better than yesterday, but I am like, I can't do anything. I'm, I'm struggling just sitting here talking on the microphone. Mm -hmm. um, I have a back brace on just to do this, uh, but they are supposed to be sending me in something tonight uh, to pick up to help me sleep. And, um, and then I got approved for the next procedure uh, and they'll call me tomorrow to schedule that. And what is that? And what, what's that? What do they do? What's the, what's the procedure? It's going to be a nerve ablation where they actually are going to just burn the nerve that's affecting all of this. Uh, and then it'll grow back in a year to 18 months, um, but reroute around all the stuff that's causing the pain. Oh, good. Success rate is good for that? Yeah. And it's actually not like a long nerve. It's, it's a nerve that stays in the spine. Mm -hmm. Um, and so they think it was a compression issue uh, where the discs aren't holding up. So it's compressing too much and hitting a nerve that's inside the spine. Cool. So, yeah, it's an outpatient surgery. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, just trying to stay positive and do what I can, uh, stick to my nutrition the best I can through all this. And I'm doing really well with that. I uh, just got to get moving. So, Kat, how about so, your fitness? Um, pretty good. I, I worked out like three or four times last week. I worked out um, this morning and yesterday morning with my neighbor. So yeah, we're doing like 
classic CrossFit stuff, a little bit of lifting, just on programming. Um, yeah, it's been fun. It, it, luckily, she's willing to come over and do that because, you know, I wouldn't do it otherwise. <laughs> um, I was con contemplating like where, what gym do I have to join, you know, to get some classes under my belt because I just need like that structure. Um, so this is good for now. And then we'll, we'll see what happens. But in terms of like, I'm starting to notice that I am nowhere near where I was like this summer, I could have faked it a little bit and been like, okay, yeah, like I'm still pretty fit. Um, and I've lost a lot of fitness. So I know the open's coming. I have to sort of make a decision. Do I want to try to be slightly competitive in the open, like for my age, or do I want to just kind of coast through and I'm leaning towards the competitive part of it just because that's what I enjoy and like to do. So more to come on that, but hopefully I'm feeling good and getting more consistent with my workouts. It's really just making it a priority or not. And I just haven't been because I had 8,000 other things going on. So, right. It's all good. So Cheryl's asking if anybody's doing the Waza uh, qualifiers, which actually started this week. Or does, do we know anybody that is? I know Cheryl is, but I don't yeah, I know several other, well, it's not several, a small handful of people here at the gym that are doing it. Um, I think, uh, I don't know if it masters or regular, to be honest. I, th I think, I don't, I don't think one, I, I think one of them is regular because not old enough to do masters yet. Yeah, Eamon, Eamon Coyne was doing them. He was here yesterday yeah. and had to leave early to go tackle one of them, the clean and jerk workout. So they look terrible. <laughs> the, the workouts look more very, wall walks. Very, very challenging. Um, so I haven't looked at them, but you know what? Why not? Let's do it. Carly. <laughs> the Zaylas game even... started this week too. So there's a lot of stuff going right. on. Yeah, there really is. I was listening to some interview and someone was saying something about Rogue and like, how do you feel about Rogue being invitation only? And I'm like, it's like the only option to be invitational. Like we don't, nobody has time to do any qualifiers anywhere, especially these like elite guys who want to make a run at some of these other events, like Wadapalooza. I don't know. Do they invite elite athletes to Wadapalooza too? Or do they have to do the online qualifier? Like do all the big names have to do them? I wonder. I don't know. That's a great question. Um, I don't know. Maybe yeah. Cheryl knows she's been through the process. Yeah. And she knows some of the people. I, I do not know that definitively. Yeah, so um, we'll see. But Rogue has to do that, right? They want to be the premier, they want to be the premier competition in the off season and they want to get the best of the best. And you're going to get the best of the best if you don't make them do an online qualifier. Right. And Cheryl says, yes, that they do they do, do some elite invites to Wadapalooza. Mm. Do do? Okay. They do do. They do do. I better check my mail. Yeah, you better <laughs> check your better check that, Charlie. <laughs> Getting lost in the mail. Yeah, we're waiting for um my uh, my athlete is waiting for his invitation to Legends Masters or Masters Legends. I don't even know what the name of it is anymore. But um, those are supposed to come out tomorrow, I think. Does he have a good and shot? According to the leaderboard, he is right within a qualifying spot um i also think that um there's a few people above him that aren't that i know for a fact aren't going so even if he was a little bit below the line i think he'd get like a second round in, invite so mm -hmm. we shall see it's kind of exciting 
they're doing a, I heard that they're doing like a whole day of check-ins, athlete check-ins the Wednesday before the weekend, a la Noble, like in the games, like you have a specific time to come in, you have a locker, you go, you try on all your stuff and you get a picture taken and all that cool thing. So I'm excited for my guy. It's going to, he's going to have a ton of fun. Plus San Diego in December is pretty sweet. I mean, seriously, I'm okay with that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Sprinkle said, uh, Charlie, you and him can go old man team. <laughs> old man strong. And uh, Cheryl said, what about Bethany? Didn't get the invite to Rogue. Uh, Carrie did. Ooh, um, Danielle did. Oh, that is interesting. <clears throat> I'm so, sure, I'm sure Bethany opted not to do it. I'm, I'm, I guarantee you she was considered and she probably let them know that she wouldn't accept it anyway. If I had to bet. Yeah. Yeah. It'd be interesting to know. Maybe I'll didn't reach out she just, and see. Didn't she just move here from Texas or move to Vegas from Texas? Yeah. Uh, like last winter. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But I think she did. She is Dubai, right? I think. Maybe. I think I said she was confirmed for something. So I think Dubai is the only other one doing the confirmations, but yeah. So let's talk about that. Let's talk about these sort of three primary off-season competitions, maybe even three and a half, if you want to count like the fittest experience in, in Austin as well. Um, there are some athletes that have, have gone public to say that they're doing all of them. Um, Kelly Adams, I think Guy, um, he's at least doing Dubai and Rogue. And it's like, how do we feel about all these young people? I mean, I guess they're young and they can sort of handle it. Um, I think the fact that the open and the semifinals are, or the quarterfinals are the way they are, that they don't have to be super, super ready for the open. They can pretty much just show up for the open and move on to that next next session. But I just worry about some of these folks like getting hurt or- Over training. You know, just running into some snafu that they didn't think about and, and sort of paying the consequences of doing all this traveling um, and competing in the off season. I don't know. Makes me nervous. Yeah. Yeah. I, um, I think, I think it's their one shot to make money and some of them are trying to take that opportunity while they can. Mm -hmm. Um, so that's gotta be a big conundrum, right? Like we want to make some money, but we want to be healthy enough for the season. True. But like with Rogue and Dubai, you can make more money at those than you can at the games. Totally. So, yeah. but it's not like, but it's not like you want to do them at the exclusion of the games because you still right. want to go to the games, right? But you're right with the new format of the Open. Like you don't have to be because your scores get wiped clean for the quarters, and all you have to do is finish top ten percent. Right. You know these elite athletes can do that not being primed for the open mm -hmm. so yeah but i but i see your concern i can like these younger bodies um because i know emma's doing rogue and wadapalooza for sure i think she's doing dubai too she's doing dubai also yep so you know it's she's 17 doing back okay, to back but to back but then you have the open, then you have quarterfinals, then you have semifinals. Yeah. I mean, yeah, but the open is, is one a workout a week. Sure. 
you know that they repeat several times over yeah just dubai is legendary for its like very hard workouts um road the, the same games. way not even i mean there's going to be it's like a whole i think there's 10 or 11 events at rogue or at uh dubai yeah like it's insane it's like 11 events in three days mm -hmm. so i don't know i see i see your concern but i can see where yeah. they would want to make some cash too sure speaking of gi you want to talk about gi and his move to mayhem Sure. Pretty exciting for him. Yeah. Huge. Um, well, that works out because of the Reeboks too. Yeah. <laughs> well, he, he definitely showed he has the talent. Yeah. Uh, for for different aspects of CrossFit and hopefully he can learn the rest from that crew. Yeah, I think it'll be interesting to see. I worry... I honestly, and we, we've sort of talked about this a little bit, I worry about how, how Facundo is going to, Facundo is going to balance his time with the athletes that are at Mayhem and the time that he has with his athletes who are remote. And I don't know if that's a real concern or not, but, you know, we'll just talk about it. Like we saw, who was it? Was it Spencer at CompTrain? You know, mm -hmm. we're like, is he going to be a comp train athlete now? Like, what is going on? And I don't know. And I know that Fundo has been his coach in the past. And I just wonder sort of what, what the climate is around all of that. Because Mayhem's getting a lot of athletes. And, you know, that's like a full stable of people that require um, a lot of attention. And you can only coach so many people effectively. Um, so I'd just be curious to see so how that all shakes out. In Rich's interview with the Morning Chalk Up, he talks about possibly moving into coaching once he's done with his career. Do you think that this is like the step into that where he'll take on some more of the coaching duties and maybe, you know, bring on like Atasia, um, someone like that to help him as like a coaching team for all those athletes and not just Facundo, but all of them? Yeah, I think so. But I, I don't, I don't see Rich stepping away just yet. I mean, I think he's still going to be, I don't know, maybe he's not, you know, maybe he's not going to go this year. I mean, you know, he's had issues before with having an elite athlete, you know, under the same roof as him. And like, why, why would he feel any different now? So maybe you're yeah. onto something. Maybe he is looking to step away. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's just interesting I, to ponder. Yeah. Well, speaking of Rich, you saw that he confirmed as a legend. Yeah. At Rogue yeah. as an individual. So get to see him back on the floor one more time as an individual athlete. Yeah. And he did that in 2019. Both. Uh, but, his, but his team was at Rogue too. And yeah. then he jumped into a workout or two right. um, in the legends division. So I just wonder if this time around he's going to I mean, obviously there's no teams going to rogue, so that's not a conflict, but uh, yeah, it should be cool to see him in the mix with everybody else and, yeah, and it'll give him a taste of, you know, what in the individuals like again, because it's been a while. Yeah. I love the lineup. They have Stacy Tovar confirmed this week, mm -hmm. um, Julie Fouché She's, last week. Stacy's pregnant too. Oh, that's right. Mm-hmm. 
Hmm. She was pregnant last time they did this and couldn't come. <laughs> right. Well, you know, with that second pregnancy, Amy, you know, like you're so less Yeah, you're, you're less worried. <laughs> second one, you're like, I got this. <laughs> yeah. So true. And uh, before we get into some of the really big news, one more quick thing is Lift, Lift, Move, Work got announced as a new online competition from CrossFit. And it's going to be like open light, but it's going to be segregated into a lifting movement, a gymnastics movement, and then an engine workout. And it's three workouts. You have one weekend to complete it. And they're going to uh, show uh, gym leaderboards, city leaderboards, and worldwide leaderboards. When is that happening? It is October 21st through the 25th. Oh. With everything else. Yeah, right. <laughs> and it's only 10 bucks. Oh, that's cool. I could do that. So, yeah. Maybe I'll do that. So do we want to talk about the, the big interview from last, the last week? Um, yeah. Um, I just want to say one more thing. Ro Roman Frenikoff is having a baby. A Russian baby. Well, may, maybe <laughs> his baby will make it into the States before for his CrossFit <laughs> Games appearance. I right? did see that about Roman. Yep. More CrossFit babies. But yep. not as cute oh. as this baby. I know. He's really so good, Amy. I know this has been a half an hour. He's been good. He's chilling. He must be have a full belly and a clean diaper. Yeah. And we're best friends. Well, that too. He doesn't get in fights with me like Charlie does. <laughs> He'll learn. He'll learn. He'll learn. Yeah, so All let's right. get into it. Big interview. Charlie's man, Ricky Garrard with Chase Ingram, uh, released earlier this week. Earlier last week, late last week. Late last um, week, yeah. Um, if you didn't see it, it's uh, about 90 minutes. Um, and they talk about what happened with Ricky, where he, what he did during his suspension and what he wants to do going forward. So who wants to start with their take, takeaways from the interview? I'll start. Um, I appreciated the bluntness of some of the questions that were asked. So we have like pretty clear information about, you know, what he was taking and when he was taking it um, and all that. I think, um, I think Ricky sounded contrite, which is the way he needed to sound, you know, for everyone to sort of accept his accepting of the responsibility for what he did. Um, it has been a long time. I mean, four years is a really long time to be sort of out of the sport, but still participating in the sport. Um, and, and I, it's been said before that no one else at that level has really left and come back. Um, I'm concerned you have that one thought. Oh, go ahead. Yeah, no, go ahead. So during this four years though, that he has been continuing to do CrossFit, has he been tested during those four years leading up? Because couldn't he maybe go ahead. What? Yeah, that's exactly what I was going to say yeah. next is that oh. he's been tested okay. once and it was about six months once. ago. So, okay. you know, yeah, knowing that you have four years, do you, do you calculate it, Do you calculate that and go? Okay, well, I can continue to take these for the next 
year and a half or whatever, build up my base and do whatever. Now, that being said, it wasn't like he was taking steroids. These were SARMs that while they are performance enhancing and I don't have any personal knowledge about it, but they're not the kind of things that are like going to completely, you know, turn you from a lamb to a gorilla. Do you, do you know what I mean? I don't think that's necessarily how they work. Um, and if someone knows more about them, maybe they can correct me on that. But um, my only weirdness about the, the interview was at one point in time, Ricky talks about how he saw Matt, you know, doing something, spitting into a cup, was changing color of the water, that, all, that, all, that whole thing before he was tested. Like they were all corralled after the event and then they all get drug tested. Now I've been a part of that drug testing process um, at a sanctional event. Like I've been one of the chaperones for one of the athletes. Mm -hmm. um, and it was actually Chantel Lohner who actually failed the drug test um, at Mac in 2019. However, I'm pretty sure that you are not allowed to eat or drink anything from the time that you are called into the corral until you actually sure. get tested. So the fact that Matt was able to even have chewing tobacco is very suspect to me. Now, I'm not mm. saying that because of that, Matt was trying to cheat his drug test or that he's on drugs or any, I'm not saying any of that. Just, it was surprising to me to learn because I remember when we were corralling athletes and people were trying to pass them bottles of water or bottles of recovery that they were not, we were like, no, no, you can't, no, nope, you can't have any of that. Like they were completely yeah. cut off from everyone, even if it was a bottle of water. So I would be very surprised to know that that behavior, that act of ingesting tobacco before a drug test was even allowed. That's my only sort of head scratcher from the whole thing. I have the same head scratch. Um, I also chaperone drug tests at regionals and yeah. they were not allowed to grab anything. Right. Um, there was some water supplied to them if they needed it to be able to pee, mm -hmm. um, but it was- right. <clears throat> but it was supplied to them. I, I don't, I don't know why Ricky went down that road. Right. Because I thought he was very contrite and everything up until that point. Mm -hmm. And why, and, and you could see the, I mean, he paused and he didn't want to say it. And then Chase kind of asked him a few more times and he went ahead and, and revealed it. But mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. I, I wish he wouldn't have, because I think it took away from, the other aspect of the interview where he, I think he did seem very sincere and apologetic. And it was that little part of him that was like being defensive going, I wasn't the only one. Yeah. Well, but I will say that Chase prompted him on that because it was during the conversation when Chase said, you know, in your Instagram post after, you know, being, um, get after popping, basically you, you sort of, indicated that you figured that a lot of people in the top spots were taking drugs and like, where did that come from? And that's when he started talking about Matt's suspicious behavior. So it was, I don't know if, if Chase said that on purpose to get him to try to talk about that or not, because it doesn't, mm -hmm. it didn't seem like Ricky wanted to talk about it, but then, and again, you have to remember this whole interview, I'm sure there was lots of pre-conversations happening you know, between Chase and Ricky and Ricky's people and Chase's people to determine what they were going to talk about, what they weren't going to talk about. And so while I do agree that it, it came across sort of like 
not in the right place. But I think he was only responding to how Chase brought it up. And if you're not, okay. you know, a super confident guy or super great at public speaking, you're just going to pretty much get led through the conversation. And I don't think he felt like he could not talk about it. Maybe but my maybe. only devil's advocate piece to that is he said, I don't want to talk about that first. Like he said mm. to Chase, I don't want to talk about that. And then as the conversation went on, he goes, you know what? I do want to talk about it. And that's when he kind of mm. let it go. And yeah, well, but I think at that point it was too late because he had already sort of even just saying, I don't want to talk about it now. Now it's like, if that's all he said, that's all we'd be talking about right now is what was the thing that, you know, what was the thing that he said he didn't want to talk about? And so I think he was just, I think his hand was forced a little bit by the, by the questioning. Yeah. And I then think, again, that's just, I think he said, I don't want to talk about it. And he admitted that it was Matt. And at that point it was, it was too late. Then he realized it's too late. I named Matt. It's going to be a thing. I might as well explain it. Yeah. Yeah. Amy had to leave. She had to go coach. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think that's my biggest head scratcher. The rest of it I was, I was fine with. Um, I actually mm -hmm. thought Chase did a great job. Um, that's not an easy interview to do. Um, and he pushed where I thought he needed to push. In my head, I have a handful of follow-up questions, but I think if I did the interview, Chase would say the same thing about me. So um, sure. we, we do that all the time when we interview a guest and we say goodbye and we're like, oh, I should have, you know. So yeah, I think Chase did a great job. Actually, I was really impressed by the way he handled it. Um, but yeah, he's back and he deserves a second chance. Um, he paid his penalty. And just so you know, there are eight other athletes who are now back in CrossFit. Now, none of the names do we know, um, but they were, they were found to be uh, using performance-enhancing drugs at the same time Ricky was. Um, mm -hmm. So eight more came back off of their penalty to, uh, on the same day. And have we heard, speaking of penalties, have we heard anything about some of the other athletes that we've heard about sent from the games? No, I actually um, was on nope. there looking today for those types of things because I knew we were going to talk yeah. about Ricky tonight. Um, yeah. And so I couldn't, I couldn't, the only one I could find is the one where they announced the four. Which four? Uh, it was not even like Stephanie Wall was not in that one. And um, it was the, the team ones, that one either. like from the. Oh, okay. <clears throat> oh. So yeah, yeah, so Nick Block and Stephanie Wah are, I guess, appealing maybe. I don't know, since they haven't said anything, maybe they're in the middle of their appeals. Maybe, I assume if their appeals were approved, we would hear something from those folks. So maybe more to come on that. Yeah. And uh, Cheryl said, I just want Vellner to beat him, bring him back and let Vellner have his redemption. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Vellner's not going to Dubai, right? Okay. I don't know. I haven't seen all of theirs. It's been hard to keep up. Especially yeah, with uh, I don't think, Instagram down yesterday. Yeah, I don't think Vellner's going to Dubai, but I, I'm curious to see how Ricky does and how he um, presents himself on the competition floor. And I'm really curious to see how fans will uh, receive him as well. And I hope, you know, God, I hope there's no booing. Like, I just hope that we don't go there because that's not like the CrossFit way. Um, I don't want to see that. I, I, I think would, we're going to see it. 
Really? I, oh, I want him to come out in like a NWO old school t-shirt. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I really super hope, valid. I really hope that doesn't happen. The booing part. I think it's going to, I think there's going to be some booing. I don't think it's going to be like a unanimous boo thing until he proves that he's clean. Like he passes some tests he mm-hmm. and he does well at events. The, I mean, the thing that sucks is he's just in an impossible situation, even moving forward. Cause let's say he goes to Dubai and he wins, right? Everyone's going to say, well, he only got tested six months ago. He's probably been taking drugs all the way up through then. And who knows what's been going on and he doesn't deserve it. And if he does poorly, people are going to be like, see, he shouldn't have bothered, you know, go back to Australia and, you know, keep doing your songs or whatever. But like, I just, it sucks for him. I think either way it sucks for him. I don't, I mean, I see potentially a redemption story coming through, but it's going to be hard. Oh, yeah. uh, it's going to take some time. You know, it's, it's not going to happen at Dubai. It's, you know, not going to happen at Wadapalooza. Might not even happen at the games this year. Like it might take a few seasons of trust. You know, I think it all just depends up. on how it plays out. You know, yeah. you know, I'm a big NFL fan and people test positive and they come back and they're heroes again. You know, mm-hmm. the fans have a short memory if someone turns out to be pretty cool, right? It's just all how he handles it. Yeah, I guess you're right. I just feel like our sport is so different in that way that we really do vilify those that, do the performance and like it's not common as commonplace and as accepted you know as another sports and i'm not saying that it should be but it's just different same with the booing like i just i'd be really disappointed if he gets booed because i just don't think that's the way our fans behave yeah and you know my feelings i think that if we're going to become a a professional sport and a mainstream sport you're going to have to have people not like people and boo like that's so that just shows they have a more vested interest in it than just a casual fan. Yeah. You know, I just don't like it. <laughs> I get it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's again the difference between the sport and the community of health and fitness, right? In the gym, mm-hmm. nobody should be booed, nobody should be right. But on the competition floor, you know, it's all fair game depending on what bed you made yeah I guess for me though it's like there are there are already athletes out there that I don't like and I would never boo them (laughs) Mm -hmm. I know and that's and I'm not and I'm not unusual I'm not you know there are a lot of people like me that don't like some athletes for whatever reason and 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 yet we still don't you know we kind of roll our eyes roll our eyes at them or whatever but we don't actually like actively wish them terrible things in public right publicly <laughs> yeah publicly i'm with you it's because nobody's doing it right now so you don't want to be the first right um, right well that's true too but i i don't know that i would bandwagon either like i just i wouldn't and maybe that's just because of my role in the sport too like i want to be fair and impartial you know a part of the media piece of it so that wouldn't be that would be unbecoming of someone in the media to do that i'm with you that's so I just stuff my feelings. <laughs> I stuff my feelings. If you increase the alcohol content at events, you'll uh, you'll get some people yeah. going. True. 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 
right. Well, do you All have right. anything else before we get to the questions? No, let's get to the questions. All right. The first one is Facebook or Instagram. Yeah, so this is in response to yesterday, right? When nobody had anything to do except be on TikTok. Um, I'm going to say, or Twitter, yeah. I'm going to say if I had to get rid of one, I'd probably get rid of Facebook. And I would keep Instagram. It's just way more versatile. I'd have to follow... I'd have to follow a lot more people though, probably. Yeah. Yeah. I, I just did a purge, you know, you, we talked about mm -hmm. it at the games and I did a big purge with my phone, uh, but I'd have to get rid of Facebook too. It it's, I, I very rarely go on Facebook now. The only way I post is if I use like, I'm on Instagram and I say, go ahead and post this to Facebook. Facebook. Um, yeah. Because one, I, I like pictures better than reading. Mm -hmm. And, um, and Facebook's just way too political right now. Way too. Yeah, political. that's true. Agreed on both of you. Instagram for <laughs> yeah. sure. And then, and then throwing a little yeah. TikTok just for some fun. I mean, yeah. always. I, my only complaint about Instagram, and this is um, something I hope they enhance at some point in time, is I would like to be able to put links in my posts. The fact that you cannot do that in the comments when you're writing a caption drives me insane. You can when you reach 10,000 followers. You can? That seems to be a high bar. Really? Yeah. When you reach 10,000, oh. you can do the swipe up links and you can do... Yep. But even like oh, <clears throat> even in a caption on a post, you can do that? I, I believe so. Okay. So, so yeah, they need to lower the bar on that stuff. Come on, people. Yeah, that's... Like I was super excited when I got over a thousand. Like that's right? that's big for yeah. us. Um, but yeah, that's crazy. And then I can't remember the second question. So second question was, what was your most recent surgical per surgery? Like oh. under going under general anesthesia anesthesia surgery. Um, and I couldn't. I had a hard time like thinking about this one. Um, but I'm gonna go with my hip labrum repair that was june 10th 2016 yeah because i remember i went to the games in carson in late july of 2016 with my stupid little hip brace thing hobbling around that's how i remember charlie what's yours that's fun Um, have you, I don't have you ever have been that. under general? You've never no. been under general anesthesia? Not really. Wow. Nothing I can think of. That's good. Maybe a wisdom tooth out? Yeah, it doesn't count. So my back procedure yeah. two and a half weeks ago, I was under twilight. Okay. Um, and then when I had my leg ablation, I was fully under. So, when was that? I, uh, leg ablation was maybe... I was doing the podcast, so it's less than two years ago. Oh, I was okay. like January, uh, January, 19. January of nineteen, probably. Cool. Yeah. Anybody got anything cool that they saw on the internet? Um, there's this new guy on TikTok that I'm following who does reenactments of Facebook Marketplace interactions, and it's hysterical 
So he starts every TikTok with like, this is a real post on Marketplace for a pair of high heel shoes. And then he, he's him, he dresses up like with a funny wig for the person who's like, is this still available? And then they cut back to him like in a ball cap and he says, yes, when would you like to pick it up? And then they go back to the person that's doing it. It's like, hi, thank you, love you. And then they go back to the guy, I'm sorry, uh, would you like to pick this up tomorrow? And then they go back to the, it's there, some of the funniest interactions. Oh my goodness. And having just posted a whole bunch of stuff on Facebook Marketplace, like I can completely relate to all of them. So that is my highlight of the week. TikTok, you don't stop. Yeah, I don't, I don't really have anything. Charlie? Yeah, I don't really have anything either. <laughs> you guys are straight. <laughs> I've been, I've been so into Chicago Bear stuff and Justin Fields starting and our coach being the dumbest coach in the NFL. That is that football you're talking about? It is. Okay. That, that's what I've been watching on the internet is everybody railing on my coach, um, my coach, the Bears coach, um, <laughs> and how awful he is. Uh, so yeah, that's all I've been watching. Okay. Um, and then who are we releasing on Monday? Well, actually well, we have first, one tomorrow. Yes. Thursday. So I sat down with uh, Nate Ackerman, the CrossFit Games champion, male 16 to 17 year old. Um, my future son-in-law, Eliana Shears, future husband. Um, yes. So funny story, not funny, awful story. Um, I think I talked about this last week. The whole first 20 minutes of our interview is not, doesn't exist because I didn't hit the record button. So there's this cheesy little intro of me trying to get you up to speed. And then we go right into the conversation about him at the games and how he does and what he's got coming up uh, and all that. But yeah, cute kid. And um, we'll definitely have to have him on again because he had some really cool stories about his sports growing up that um, totally did not get recorded. So you'll have to wait till our second edition to find out. But Nate Ackerman is coming to you early, early Thursday morning. And then is it Annie on Monday? And then Annie Sakamoto on Monday. Yes. And I got to sit down with her and we talked about her winning the games in the 45 to 49 year old division. And that's her first win, you know, legend that she is. It's her first gold medal at the games. Um, and she's pretty stoked about it. Um, and that was pretty fun to see how excited she actually got. Um, and then we talk about records for a while and that's about, yeah. that's about it. And remember when we first interviewed her, when she talked about how terrified she was to compete at the CrossFit games way back when in, you know, 20, 2008 and nine, because she just felt like people were going to judge her if she wasn't, you know, this amazing athlete because she had so much to do with CrossFit. So it's just kind of cool that things have come full circle and that she's on the top of the podium. I love that for her. Yeah, I actually bring that up to her in the interview. Oh, good. And say, like, you know, remember last time you were on, you said that you were afraid, and then, and then we kind of trans transfer that into her broadcasting career now, and how that mm -hmm. she feels outside the box, like and very yeah. uncomfortable. But that's how you grow, and so. Exactly. Very. And then cool. my my sister and you, did. You had a. Go ahead. Oh no! Go ahead. I was to say you had a an inaugural Clydesdale Chronicles episode launch last week with Cheryl. We did. So we did. And that was really that. just an intro, intro episode, just about how we met. Um, and then mm -hmm. we're just going to take little components of my weight loss journey, 
just little 10, 15 minute episodes um, where we talk about just little aspects that what am I feeling as the person losing the weight and what is she thinking as the coach through that process to kind of get on both ends of the spectrum on that. Very cool. And my sister's favorite thing from the internet was Walter in a sombrero. Of course it was. I couldn't agree more. So, yeah. Super he cute. is part Chihuahua, so he was embracing <laughs> his, his heritage. I love it. Well, huge thanks to RX Smart Gear for sponsoring, being the test sponsor of the show. Don't forget Clydesdale 15 at rxmartgear.com and also Element 26 at element26.co. Uh, very innovative. Get that uh, rip fix that they have. It is, it is phenomenal. Um, and they can't keep it on the shelves. Uh, wow. So get it when it's there because it's not going to be there for long. They and need to sell more grips. Yeah. If they sold more grips, they wouldn't need to sell stuff. <laughs> right. I love it. <laughs> and we will see you next time on the Clydesdale Fitness and Friends. I'll get better lighting next time, guys. I promise. Bye. See ya. Thank you for joining us on the Clydesdale Fitness and Friends podcast. Remember, you can find us now on YouTube as well as all major podcast platforms. Please go ahead and hit that subscribe button on whatever platform you use and consider giving us a five-star rating. Thank you so much for joining us and we'll see you next time on the Clydesdale Fitness and Friends.